0: Welcome to the Life After Plus One podcast, where we turn life's lemons into delightful lemonade. Get ready for inspiring stories, uplifting conversations, and all the tips and tricks to rock your single parent journey with style. I'm your host, Leanne, and it's time to embrace the adventure of Life After Plus One. So let's dive in. Hello, hello, welcome back to Life After Plus One. I'm your podcast host, Leanne, and today I want to talk about single parenting at Christmas, because let's be honest, it's not fun and it's quite challenging. It really is. You've got to manage kids between different parents and going back and forth between houses. You've got to manage not seeing them possibly even on Christmas Day or losing them for half of the holiday. So it's quite a challenging time and especially if it's your first Christmas as a single parent it's not fun it really isn't and to be honest with you it's probably one of the hardest things about being a single parent me personally I'm quite happy being a single parent but the one thing that is always tough is Christmas just working around the different arrangements and knowing that you may not get to see your kid for the whole day It's tough. So let's talk about Christmas and let's talk about single parenting at Christmas. Now, there are a lot of things different at Christmas time when you're on your own and the biggest thing you will notice is your finances and it's that time of year and you see it a lot of people at the moment a lot of people are just living week by week and people are doing it tough at the moment so you know you're not alone if you're in that boat and it's not a fun position to be in and I do hope you get yourself out of it but especially as a single parent at this time of year it is very tough it's really challenging and you've just got to be smart with your money and you've got to be realistic. Don't put these expectations on you knowing that I used to get my kid new iPad every Christmas or I used to get them the best toys and all these really nice clothes. If you're on one income and you weren't on the same earnings or you know you had the double income from when you were in the relationship, you're not going to be able to afford the same type of gifts. You've got to be realistic with yourself and with your kids. Because it's not just the gift giving that puts you out of pocket, it's the whole season of Christmas really, isn't it? Because you've got the Christmas parties where you like to go out and have a drink and you buy a new outfit. Do you go out and get your hair done and pay for makeup or shoes? There's a whole lot of spending going on in this season that you wouldn't normally do. So you've got to be realistic with what you're spending. Now, it's so easy to get into the pattern of things and go, oh, I normally do this at Christmas time, so we're just going to keep doing that. And then you might go and do it and then you've realized, shit, that's an extra 200 or $300 that's now gone out of money that I could have spent at Christmas for the kids' presents or I could have spent it maybe towards a holiday in the school holidays. So you don't have to keep doing all these elaborate Christmas events and outings. When you're on the one income, be realistic. It's okay to cut back until you get yourself a little bit more in place with your finances or in a better position. And be upfront with the kids. It's totally okay to be upfront with the kids and sit down and have a talk with them and just say, "Mummy or daddy is doing a little bit tough this year. So unfortunately, your presents might not be the same as last year or unfortunately we can't do as much as what we did last year but when things get better then we'll be able to do that again so it's okay to be realistic with them because if they've had these big expectations of these grand huge presents and everything else that they used to get then maybe this year they're not getting it it's okay but then they also might be in a situation where they might not even notice the difference in in presents so you know what your kids are like and you know what your kids would expect and if you think that they would notice a difference and explain that to them tell them your situation and be open and honest and it's nothing you need to hide because it's true you're on one income and you're managing it what most people would do with two people so be realistic and don't be hard on yourself and it's okay to not give huge presents i know as parents we feel guilty we do i went through one christmas myself where I couldn't even afford to buy a Christmas tree. And it was one of the first ones of being a single parent. And it was the first time me and my daughter had lived on our own. And I could not afford a Christmas tree. And I'm like, there is no way I'm going through Christmas without having a Christmas tree. And I did what I could to make it happen. And I I just got a nice cheap one from Kmart. And it was actually not until last year that I actually paid it forward. I gave it on to someone on one of those forward pages actually so I hope that they get good use out of it and this year I upgraded to something much nicer but those are the things that you've got to think of. It's very different when you're on your own and there were a few years that I wasn't able to afford nice big presents. I filled up all of the stocking and everything else with just knick-knacky stuff from Kmart which it killed me but when you looked at it it looked like a whole lot of stuff because you can pick up shit from Kmart for like 1 or 2 dollars those little you go the little knick-knacky section and the stationery and all that kind of stuff you can get a lot of stuff really cheap and kids love it but it's not keepsake stuff and that's what I like to give I like to give stuff that they're going to keep, they're going to remember, maybe 10 years down the track, they might remember that special item that they got. Oh, I got my first iPad or I got roller skates or something that they're really looking forward to, that surfboard or something. So I like to give those things that they're going to keep and remember. So I'm, I always prefer to give something that That is a bit more expensive but one of those things. I don't give a lot of little things that's cheap. I like to give something that's got a lot more value that they'll get use out of and it's not going to be something next year that they'll be like, I don't even remember what I got. So what I'm getting at is just be realistic. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to buy gifts that just are not in your budget. Be realistic. And as hard as it is, you might have to go through a period of declining certain outings and certain events because it's not in your budget. I went through a long period of time where I did that. I just declined everything or I just didn't respond or didn't turn up because I just literally could not afford it. And a lot of people don't think that. A lot of people don't realize that, oh, you know, she's just at home on income, you know, maybe she can't afford it. People, they're in a married couple and they're living comfortably. They don't even think, they don't realize what it's like to be in a single income household. And I'm not putting guilt or shame on them because they've never been in that situation. But people don't realize what it's like and how hard it is so don't put yourself in a position where you're going to be short of money just so you can go out and socialize it's okay to maybe miss it for one year or miss a couple of events here and there so you can put some aside for yourself it's much better having that money in your pocket than to go out spend a couple of hundred dollars on a new dress and spend it all on the alcohol and uber rides and everything else and you're like did i really need to spend that but even though you might have a fun night out You've just got to weigh up. Is it money that you want to spend? But then you've also got to look at it from the flip side. You don't want to completely deprive yourself either and just stay home every single day and be miserable and not be happy with your life. You want to have some enjoyment in your life. So maybe compromise. Maybe instead of going out to the event that it's going to cost you $100 or you're going to end up spending lots of money, maybe do something else with the kids like Take them out somewhere local where they've got Christmas lights. Find some nice streets in the area where they have those big Christmas displays. And so maybe compromise in that way. Instead of those big paid events or those social outings or Christmas outings that are going to cost you money, do something else with the kids so you're not just still sitting at home. You can do something, but you can do something that's free because a lot of areas around do have free Christmas events. So look out for them. So when you are on a budget those free events they're amazing. They're great things to keep the kids busy and it makes you feel like you're still doing something at Christmas time even though you may not have a lot of money to do anything. So those are really great things and the only thing you'd probably be spending is petrol money and possibly dinner or you know some food when you're out there but you can even take your own food. Pack your own food if you want to do it a bit cheaper. So be mindful of your spending and don't Overcommit to things at Christmas time if you don't think you can afford it or if it's not in your budget. Don't feel guilty to go out to events if you honestly can't afford it. And you don't have to tell people. You don't have to say, sorry, I can't go because I don't have the money. I mean, if you can if you want to. If you want to be realistic about your situation, dude, I can't. I'm on one income. I just can't justify it. Some people are probably embarrassed to say because money's not something that people like to talk about, is it? So you can just say, sorry, I can't make it this year. You don't have to give them the whole detail of what's happening in your life. Just give a simple version. Not this year, but hopefully I can make it next year. Sorry. And like I said, just be realistic with your gift giving. Don't put yourself in a situation where, you know, come January and you've put everything on credit card and all your bills and your afterpay bills and your zip pay bills and whatever else, they're all coming in you're like, holy fuck. I've put all of this on Afterpay or ZipPay and I'm not going to have money in my account for those payments to come out. So just be careful. Don't overcommit yourself with spending over Christmas. And also just on that, I think I touched on this topic uh, a week ago, oh, sorry, a week or two ago and that was just when you're in extreme financial hardship situation there are places around at christmas time that do offer hampers to single parents who are really struggling there's a lot of local places that do support single parents who are really struggling at christmas time some of those hampers they don't always give the best things but that's why my daughter has those uh, you donate items at christmas time and every time she gets an item that she's asked to bring in, because they all get different items that they're asked to bring. And every time she gets asked, I always buy her best brand. Not to try to be snotty or not to try to prove a point, but because you know why? I was in that situation where I received one of those hampers one year and I opened it and I was extremely grateful, extremely grateful. But some of the things that were in you know, it, like things like tin spaghetti and baked beans. And as mu- it's nice as it is, people are trying to help you out. But do you know what? At the end of the day, When you're struggling financially and you're tight on money and you're feeling shit in yourself because it's Christmas time and you can't spend much, the last thing you want to eat is fucking spaghetti in a can. I can tell you that. That makes you feel even more shit. You want nice things. It's Christmas time. You want to feel nice. You don't just want to sit down and eat fucking spaghetti in a can. So for that reason... When she's asked to donate stuff for things like food hampers and stuff at school, we always buy the good products. So when some mum or dad or someone receives that hamper, they open it and go, wow, that's really nice. You know, you want to make them happy when they get those kinds of things. And just like if you were to receive a hamper, you want to get it where you've got nice products. You can open and go, fuck, that's a present. That's that's nice. That's really nice. So I always put thought into those things and that's where I was getting at. So those hampers are available. You can contact your local council or your neighbourhood centre. There's people around. If you are really doing it tight, There are places around that can help you and I touched on the budgeting one last week so I'm not going to go into too much detail with that because there is a lot of reference to this topic in that episode but there are people around that can help you if you are really struggling at Christmas time so if you are go back and listen to that episode because there's a lot of good information in that as well. Another good thing at Christmas when you're single parenting is start creating some of your own traditions. Create some new traditions that you can do with just you and your kids. Now, I don't have a lot of those, but we do, me and my daughter, we always go get a mummy daughter Santa photo. Now, we normally go get two done. That's just me. I'm just crazy. So we normally like to get a nice beach one because where I am, we live in a beach area. So I do like to have a nice beach photo where we get it done in like Santa Claus so this year we had our matching Christmas pajamas on last year we had a matching Christmas shirt so we always make it a little bit fun and festive that beach one and then we normally get a nice one where we wear our pretty dresses and have our hair done nicely so it's a bit more elegant setting but this year we just got the one I was on tight schedule didn't have time to run around and plan everything everything was just last minute this year so didn't get that one done which is a shame but that was our well that is our little Christmas tradition and and we get it with the both of us so the both photos that we would do the beach one and the nicer one well we shouldn't say the nice one because they're both nice but the one that's a little bit more fancier we'll get a couple of photos of us two together and then I'll get a couple of photos of just my daughter it's nice to have both of those so that's our little tradition that's something we like to do And there's so many other things that you can do. There's, I suppose maybe for some people, they might say that's not really tradition. You get to have center photos every year, but we do it together. We do it together and it's just us two. And that's nice. That's nice because you don't, there's quite often you don't see parents in the photos. It's normally just the kids, but we make sure, and ever since she was a baby, it's always been me and her. So that's our little thing that we do. So create your own Christmas tradition. Maybe you had a tradition or something that you did whilst you were in the family, like when you were all together. But now it's your chance to create your own little traditions that you can do with the kids. And it could be doing a Santa photo like that where you get it with yourself and the kids. Or it could be an outing that you do. It, it could be something like cooking together. It could be anything. Create your own tradition. Create your own little memories. Something that you guys can look forward to. Whether Even if it's just putting up the tree together and you've got one of the kids that chooses to put the star up. So create your own little traditions as your new family. Another thing that can be quite tough at Christmas time is loneliness. It's hard. It's hard, especially, well, I shouldn't say that because I don't find it hard. I'm 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 in a spot where I've been single long enough where I'm okay with it. But there are people out there especially in the early stages of a breakup and then like everyone has different schedules with how they organize their co-parenting over Christmas you know some people might do it till late Christmas Eve and they come back home on Christmas Eve night some people do half Christmas day um, at each parent's some people might do it Christmas day then they go boxing day to the other parent everyone has their own schedule and that's okay it's you know that's what works for them well hopefully it does but managing that time when it's just you and the kids have gone to the other parents a lot of people do struggle with that with the loneliness and any other time of the year they might be okay they might be okay just to sit at home and chill with their Netflix or whatever else but over Christmas it's different that's a time when families are normally together and you're doing fun things together but all of a sudden you've had this big family celebration you might have shared it with the other partner's family as well then that's all gone and you're you're knowing that your kids are now off with that family that you'd normally be there and you know that might bring up some emotions and some sadness but at the end of the day you've got to realize that this is the new situation and you've got to find a way to make it work as hard as it is and as sad it is you've got to find a way to make it work don't sit there and go oh my god my kids are gone my kids are gone you know what am I going to do don't sit there and dwell on it and make yourself feel worse about it find something to do to keep you busy in that period when they have gone to their dads especially if it is on Christmas day because nobody wants to be sitting home alone on Christmas day nobody wants that so if you are in a situation where you are co-parenting on Christmas day well the handover period happens on Christmas day so you may have half a day together and lunchtime or early afternoon they might go to the other parents don't sit at home alone being sad because because they've gone to the other parents don't feel jealous don't feel lonely it's part of it and the kids don't want to know that you're upset either because that's just going to make them upset find a way to keep yourself busy stick with your family if your kids have gone stay with your family and know that your kids are probably over at the other parents house they're having fun they're getting lots of presents and that's what you've got to focus on the kids are be happy the kids are having a good time and if you're allowed to, or you should be allowed to but keep in contact with the kids if you want to give them a call at night time in the evening just to say Merry Christmas hope you had a good day even if you saw her in the morning I do that a fair bit with my daughter when She's not with me. Well, actually, I take that back. She's now at age where she calls me usually, and she always says good night. And then I can have that conversation. Do you have a good day? And especially if it's Christmas, what did you get up to? And you know, I do like to ask those questions, and it's nice to know that they had a good time. And I don't get to that period where I feel jealous because she's having fun with the other parent. I like to know that she's doing stuff there and not just sitting there being bored. So, be happy knowing that the kids are happy. That's what you've got to focus on. And if you are worried about being Home alone in that period, make plans. Find some friends that are in your area. Stick with your family. Just because your kids have gone to the other parents doesn't mean you can't do anything. Make plans with your family. If you've got family around you, if you've got friends around you, invite people over to your house even. Maybe they've just got a lunch thing at their house and their family's all gone and dinner time they're not doing anything. Invite friends over your house for the evening so you're not just sitting home at Christmas night doing nothing going, oh, Christmas is done. All that rush is all done and I'm just now sitting here on my own. Make plans. Make some plans. Invite some people over. If you don't have a lot of money, to go out and mind you christmas day there's nothing really open anyway but invite some people over just have a couple of drinks tell them to bring your own bottle of wine if you are on a budget and bring a plate of food and enjoy the rest of the christmas day with them so don't just sit there and be sad because your kids are alone it's not a reason for you to be alone sorry i said your kids are alone your kids are not alone the kids have gone to the other parent so i don't want you to feel alone because they're not there with you just because there with someone else doesn't mean you can't have fun so you need to still look after yourself when the kids aren't there so you can still organize some fun things for yourself. So just what I'm getting at, try not to focus on being sad and that feeling of loneliness over Christmas. Be happy knowing that the kids are happy. Be happy knowing that the kids are probably getting double the amount of presents this year. You might not be able to spend as much because you're on a tighter budget, but in theory, they're probably getting double the amount of presents because they're getting presents off you and they're getting presents off the other parents. So be happy knowing that the kids are happy. Also, obviously, for the first Christmas, the kids might be feeling it depending on what age they are. They might be waking up, they might be a bit upset because mum's not there or dad's not there. It may affect them, but it's your job to reassure them. It's your job to let them know, say, that's okay. Mum's happy or dad's happy. You've got to make sure that the kids are happy. And to do that, you just need to reassure them of the situation and go, yep, you know, we're not together anymore, but that's okay. You can't sit there and be sad about it and just go, yeah, well, this is fucked. I know. I just can't believe we're in this situation. If you're sitting there with that attitude, then why why do you even break up? You've broken up for a reason. Maybe you didn't choose to break up. Maybe you're in in the breakup situation for an unfortunate reason, which you didn't plan. But you're in this situation now and you've just got to try and make the most of it and try and make it work. So don't put negative energy onto the kids over Christmas because you're not with your partner or you're not with the kids' other parent. So just reinforce them. So you know what kids, it's a it's a shame we're not together, but it's happened for the best. And guess what? You guys get double the amount of presents and Guarantee they'll be happy with that. So you just got to know how to word it. Don't put things in their head that's going to make them feel guilty because mum, dad's not together anymore. Let them know that you're okay. It's a new situation. Everything's changed and we're going to make the most of it and we're going to make it work. It's going to be sad that I can't spend all of Christmas with you. But hey, we're going to create other memories and we're going to have fun in that period of time that we are together. And that's what you've got to focus on. The fun times when the kids are with you and you're going to fill those times with fun things together. So you're not sitting around being sad and the kids can go the other parents go, you know what? I'm happy. We've done all this together and I'm happy. I feel good. And even if it means doing all those free Christmas events that I mentioned earlier, going out and seeing Christmas lights and doing what you got to do and all those carols, like they're free, Christmas carols. Do all those things that don't cost any any money and create your memories, create your own memories with the kids so you've got all these special moments and this special time shared together. So when they are away, you like That's okay, we've done a lot together and I feel good. So just focus on making good memories in the time that they are with you over the Christmas period. Now, just in regards to kind of creating these fun memories, another thing to do is get them involved in Christmas activities, get them involved. And again, depending on their age, but make some, do some cooking together, do some Christmas cooking, make some cookies, make some, you know, I used to have this thing every year, actually I haven't done it this year yet, I always make Tim Tam balls. I actually said to my daughter last week, do you think my Tim Tam balls are getting old? Do you think I need to stop making them? Because I do it every single year and you know people love them they always go they get eaten especially when you leave them for a few days and they've been sitting in the fridge and they they just it's like they've I don't know you can't say marinate because there's nothing for them to marinate in but it's like you know when you do marinate something and it tastes better when you leave it the longer it's like these tim tam balls the longer you leave it the better they taste and they're good and I get all the different packets of tim tams and you make them in all different flavors they're so yummy anyway That's my little thing that I like to do at Christmas. So get your kids involved in something like that. Start making some Christmas desserts or Christmas decorations or make your own Christmas cards. Do stuff together like that at Christmas time. And this is, again, creating more memories together and creating little traditions. So get the kids involved with Christmas activities around the house, not just stuff outdoors like outdoor events and stuff. Do stuff together. Now, One of the biggest things and the hardest thing about single parenting at Christmas time is co-parenting. Co-parenting is not fun at Christmas. It's not. And co-parenting in itself, it takes a lot for people to get used to, especially in the early stages. It does. And at Christmas time, where those are the times that you have family together, those are the times that you're all together and you're celebrating. Now, all of a sudden, You've got to co-parent, you've got to go back and forth in between houses and I know when I was little my parents co-parented, my, they'd split up when I was probably kindergarten or year one and that was kind of partly another reason why I didn't want my relationship to break up, I'm like I don't want to be a single mom. I saw what my mom went through, I'm going to make this relationship work. But you can't force that. You can't make that happen. So when I was a kid, we used to spend half the day with my mum's family, then go over to my dad's family, and it's hard. In a way, it's nice. You like getting all those presents, but you know, you get to a place, you start having fun with your with your cousins. The next minute, you've got to get up and go the other house. It's like, oh, in that moment when you've got to get up and leave and drive somewhere else, in that moment, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go. I'm happy to stay. But when you get to the other place, you're usually happy. You're usually okay with it. But I know one of the biggest things I hated as a kid was driving on Christmas Day, spending your Christmas Day driving from place to place to place. Now, obviously, if you're just going to one person's house, that's very different. I mean, if you're going to travel a fair way, like a bit of a distance to go to the other person's house and it's not fun as a kid Christmas is about having fun and playing with your new toys and playing with your cousins and doing all that fun stuff you don't want to be spending your Christmas day in a car I did it I hated it so now I always try and avoid it and sometimes that messes up my co-parenting arrangement but you know what at the end of the day I'm not doing it to be an asshole to him I'm doing it because I don't want my daughter wasting half her Christmas day in a car so I'm trying to do what's best for her I don't know if he sees it that way he probably doesn't but at the end of the day we don't have any agreements down in place we have our set days that we kind of go working our co-parenting and then if things need to change because I've got something on one weekend or he's got something on then that works we're happy to make that work sometimes it's not always so easy but we make it work and then the other days like christmas and birthdays i'm always happy to be flexible with that and vice versa christmas is a tricky one because we don't really have a schedule so i always work around what my daughter wants to do what i think is going to work best for her and may not always work best for him but he's not my priority my daughter is and most other people who are co-parenting majority of the people out there do have some sort of parenting plan that they go off there I don't think there's many people that do have a co-parenting arrangement like me and my ex where we don't necessarily have anything in writing especially with how toxic it was we still don't have anything in writing but surprisingly I've got to a point where there's no shit there's no nonsense we just make it work and if it's not going to work I just don't engage it's okay done I'm leaving it not fighting with you. So like I said, majority of the people do have parenting plans and they have something in place. So you know what to expect at Christmas time. You know, okay, so I've got the kids till one o'clock at lunchtime and then they're going to their dad's or I've got the kids until Christmas Eve and then they're off and they come back Boxing Day. I don't know. Everyone has their own little schedules. I don't know how it's worked out, but it's quite interesting because everyone I speak to has such a different routine at Christmas time. You speak to some people that they're there till half of January or they come back Boxing Day or they come back lunchtime or they come back Christmas Eve. Everyone's got such a different Christmas co-parenting schedule. So I have no idea how how it's worked out. But at the end of the day, that was the main reason why I didn't want to have a schedule, a parenting schedule, because I didn't want a court someone to tell me when and when I can't see my daughter they don't know my relationship with her they don't know what's happened they can see things on a piece of paper and make this decision but I'm like you know what no I want to get to a point where I have a bit of a say in my daughter's life and I think that was a good power move on my end because we were going to go to court and very close to doing it he convinced me out of it and I thought that's a sly move on your end but then now I look back on it well actually back then I kind of looked back on it I thought he's being a bit sly. But that does work in my favor. He doesn't want to go to court. So that's a good thing. So we've got no arrangements to say, my daughter's got to be there on these dates, or my daughter's got to be here at Christmas, or my daughter's got to... I'm like, if we don't have court arrangements, balls in my court, I have a bit of say, and I have a bit of pull when and when I don't have my daughter. Well, actually, no, I don't, because we don't change it. She's still there every second weekend, and if he wants her in between that, he's more than welcome. But christmas time we don't have that and that was one of the reasons because i don't want a court telling me you can have your daughter to lunch i'm at one o'clock and then she's got to go to his house and i'm like no because i don't have family around where i'm living I've got to travel and not that I like doing that on Christmas Day, I refuse to do that on Christmas Day, but I've got to take that into consideration and I'm not being selfish about me, it's also my daughter, she wants to see her family, she wants to see her cousins on that side of the family too, so she wants to see everyone. So I think that was a pretty good move on my end to actually agree to his move of not wanting to go to court because we have say in when and when we don't see our kids and As much as he thinks sometimes that I'm stopping him from seeing her or I'm avoiding things or I don't stop it. He thinks that and I I just let him go along with it. Sure. Okay. Like I said, I love my kid free time. So I don't know why he thinks I'm stopping her from seeing her. He just doesn't ask. But at the end of the day, I do what's best for her. If she ever comes to me and asks, I want to go to daddy's house or I'll message him. And I do what's best for her. And I do ask her questions. What do you want to do? Are you okay with this option for Christmas? What would you prefer to do? So I'm not forcing anything on her. I do get her involved. and I do ask her. And I say, where would you prefer to wake up? Because he's requested her on Christmas Day. And then I said, okay, is that what you want to do? I'm not putting anything in her head. And I said, and I do say to her, I do reinforce, that's okay. If you want to do that, I'm okay. I'm not going to sit here alone. I can always make plans. I can always do something. Don't feel guilty about going there. Because I don't have any other family or kids here with me. That's okay. I'm a big girl. So in that sense of co-parenting with my arrangement, I am pretty lucky with how it works out. I do remember the first Christmas though. It was, a, like, was only about a month or two after we broke up. And I was at my mum's house. And it was our first Christmas apart. And he sends a text message to my daughter, addressed to her saying, have a great Christmas from him and his new partner and all the kids' names. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't even know. Okay, what are they like new family members now? I mean, they're still together to day. I knew they wouldn't break up. No one else is stupid enough to keep him for that long. But I just thought that was a that was a bit of a dig move. I mean, I knew that they were kind of dating, but I didn't know. He made it like it was a big family thing. And that in that moment, that hurt. And I think that's what he was going for. It was, But unfortunately, in that period of that first Christmas alone, you're going to be going through a lot of emotions. And I did spend my first Christmas alone crying, even though I was with my family and I was with my daughter. He still managed to kind of slip a little grenade in there and have his little opinion. And I'm just like, okay, I see you but you will be experiencing a lot of emotions. You'll probably be thinking about a lot of the Christmases that you had together, but who knows if you didn't end in positive terms and hopefully you can look back and go, you know what? Thank fuck we're not together. Thank fuck. I'm so looking forward to creating so many more amazing Christmases and amazing memories with my kids. I don't want that shit again. So look at the positives from it. It will be emotional. It will be hard. You're not just going to go through it like it's another day because it's It's not, it's a big family day. It's a big celebration day. It's a day that you're with people. It's not meant to be a day that you're alone. So try, if you are in a situation where you don't have the kids on Christmas day, make some plans. Don't plan to be alone. Intentionally make plans so you're not just sitting at home getting sad, thinking about the family that you used to have or the traditions that you used to have. Make plans with your friends or your family so you're not just sitting around stewing on the situation. So there's some of my tips for Christmas or co-parenting, single parenting at Christmas. So try not to focus on being alone. If you are alone, get some support, get some family, get your friends. Make a few phone calls, call people if no one's close to you, call people and chat on the phone, FaceTime them. You know, we get FaceTime these days. You know, people used to send Christmas cards. This is what I've been saying to a few people. We used to always get Christmas cards at Christmas. I remember my mom, she had them all up the lounge room hanging off a string. It's a dying tradition because we have Facebook. People just message everyone on Facebook. It's free. We don't have to pay for postage. We don't have to sit down and waste our time writing these cards out. Even though they are nice, they are quite personal. You see the kids at school do it, which is cute. I think that's quite nice. So if you want to speak to someone... FaceTime them, it's free and you can chat for as long as you want. Don't focus on being alone, get some support, I can't even speak. Reach out, call people if you don't have anyone that you can go and visit or if you don't have people that can come and visit you. Call somebody, chat on the phone and be realistic about your finances. Don't put yourself in a position where come January, you're going to think, fuck, what have I done? Be realistic, don't overdo it with presidents. Oh my goodness, don't overdo it with presents okay set yourself a realistic budget with what you plan on spending for the kids know what you can put aside know what you can spend if you can after pay it and spend something that's a little bit more and you can afford to make those fortnightly payments, then do that. But don't overcommit yourself where you've bought all these different things. You bought three or four different things on Afterpay, and all of a sudden you've got $300 payment coming out one week. It's like, fuck, I didn't really plan that very well. I did something like that once. So that's why I now budget and be careful. That's And I don't use Afterpay anymore. Don't touch it. It's all cleared out. Haven't touched it in a while. Just Be realistic with your budget. Don't put yourself out when you know you can't do it. And it's hard because we want our kids to get up in the morning and we want our kids to just love their presents. We want them to be happy. And for them to be happy, we look at it as our kids getting really good presents, which is kind of sad in a way because we shouldn't be making Christmas about that. But that's what we do as presents as parents. We want to give them nice big presents because we think that's what's making them happy. It's not. It's us. It's them spending time with us. It's them being happy. I remember that year that I gave my daughter a whole shit ton of just Kmart shit. She probably doesn't even have any of it anymore. And I just felt so guilty. Part of me thinking I couldn't even really get her anything nice this year. I don't think she even bothered Like I said, she probably doesn't have anything left from that year because Kmart stuff doesn't... It just usually ends up in the bin or broken or donated or something. But I don't think she was bothered. But you've also got to be realistic. And it was hard as well because she even did mention that Santa didn't bring that much to her that year. I'm like, fuck. How do you fucking do that when Santa used to be really good and then all of a sudden you can't say you have been naughty? So that's why I'm always now careful. Santa doesn't bring the most... I've got to whisper because my daughter's in the house. Oh, my God. So... That's why you've got to be careful with what Santa brings. You've got to be realistic. So that's why I always do Santa brings a little cheaper presents and mummy brings the more expensive stuff. Mummy brings the nicer stuff. I shouldn't say nicer stuff, but things that cost a lot more, I should say. So don't put yourself in a position where you're going to be Fuck. and put some money aside if you've got money there because i don't know what your situation is but you might have time off over christmas holidays keep that money for the holidays with the kids do something with them even if you're going away for a weekend i haven't planned anything for these holidays but i want to do a couple little weekend trips because i've got shit on i just don't have time and i'm hoping that next school holidays we can do a nice trip together so be realistic don't put yourself in situations because you think you need to make the kids happy because i guarantee you if mum's happy or if dad's happy both of you're happy the kids are happy that's all they want they just want you guys happy and maybe deep down they do want that new ipad or they do want that phone or they do want that new whatever it is ps5 or what i don't know i don't know anything about games i'm not a gamer my daughter's not a gamer so i don't know shit about that stuff but whatever maybe they do want that deep down but be realistic say sorry and i just couldn't do it this year but hopefully for your birthday i'll be able to do it but we'll see how we go so be realistic or in saying that just quickly before i wrap up another idea just because you're not Living together where you're not partnered doesn't mean you can't reach out to ask if they can go halves in a present. I actually did that this year. Didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I still did it. And doesn't mean you can't do it either. You might not be on the best of terms, but hopefully if they have the kids' best interest at heart, they might go, yeah, cool, okay, that's probably a good idea to probably work out in both of our favors because we're not spending as much and the kid's getting what they want, the kid's happy. So reach out. If you don't think you can afford a present, reach out to your ex and ask if you can go halves in a present. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Food for thought. I hope you guys got something out of this. Just a little bit of a Christmas chat. It's hard, guys. I know. Don't dwell on it. Focus on having a good time. Don't sit there and just pour a few wines or pour a few scotch and cokes and sit there at the end of the night and be sad because you don't have your kids. Be happy because your kids are somewhere else. Having fun, getting lots more presents. And if you are feeling sad because you don't have your kids, give them a FaceTime chat. See what presents they got at the other parents' house. And don't do it just to be jealous or to be nosy. Do it because you want to be happy for your kids. So give them a FaceTime chat. Say, "Hey, what are you doing? What'd you get? And let's see your presents." Don't sit there and be sad. Have a great day. Christmas is fun. And remember, I'm, it's so funny as you get older. It's just about the kids. You know, we don't care what happens. We're like, I don't really care where I go. I'm not. Too, I shouldn't say that. I'm not saying that in a rude way, but it's not about where we spend it anymore. It's just seeing the kids wake up and seeing the kids open their presents it's that's what it's about that's joy that's and it's so sweet and then once christmas day's gone it's all over all that elf stuff the advent calendar it's just gone just a fridge full of food So on that note we're going to wrap it up thank you everyone for joining I hope you got something out of this and if this is your first Christmas as a single parent try and as hard as it can be focus on the positives in the situation don't sit there and dwell on something that's just going to make you get even more upset focus on the good things and just try and be happy and remember Christmas is about having fun Thank you again, everyone. Please don't forget to share any feedback. You can message me on the Spotify link below or you can send me a DM to my Instagram page. I also have a free discovery session available. If you want to have a chat, we can get on and have a little discussion about where you're at and see what programs we have available for you. So feel free to jump onto my website. The link for that is in the show notes below and don't forget to hit follow on your app that you're listening to so you can be notified of any new episodes and if you are listening in real time, Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas guys because Christmas is fun. I love Christmas. I really do. So have a great day and until next time, I'll be in your ease then. Love you all. Thank you for joining us on the Life After Plus One podcast. If you loved what you heard today and looking for some further support, then jump onto our website, lifeafterplusone.com. Plus don't forget to check out our Instagram page for further resources and inspo. You can find all the links in the show notes. And remember, you're not alone on this path. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, keep thriving, keep growing and keep exploring your amazing Life After Plus One.